Tuesday, the 8th of November in the year of our Lord, 2022. And it's just gone 11 o'clock in the morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Here we are. Roy is back. Now, Roy called me yesterday. Uh, bless him. We'd, 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 we'd done our podcast-a-thon. If you haven't donated, please get over to libertytactics.co.uk where you can find a link to, to donate to the fundraiser. And after all that is over and done with, we will be, no doubt, supporting another campaign. But we're here now. We've done that. We've got over that. Today, 8th of November, 2022, is the midterm elections today, tonight. Well, they'll be waking up in the next hour or so, and they'll be going off to vote. And Roy called me up after after the weekend to congratulate me. And uh, he said, we need to do a show. This next show is going to probably be the most important one we have ever done. And I'm like, wow. He said, it's going to be the best and the most important. And I'm like, you can't. Each show, Roy seems to outdo himself with information. Now, obviously, we had last week five of five. We don't know. You see, the thing is, we're not going to find out things on the day when they're going down and taking place. We're going to ha- find out about things further down the line because obviously we're not, we haven't got security clearance. So today's show, the eve, well, the day of the midterms, and Roy has been doing unbelievable research. So Roy, what, what have you found? What is it? Why is this show going to be so important today? Well, I think you've outlined it, Lou. It's uh, it is, these are the midterms that are taking place now, and we are we're at that point, that inflection point in history, where I believe that um, fraud vitiate, vitiates everything, and that Donald Trump will be once again the president of the United States in the next week or two. Mm-hmm. Now, in the very real sense, I believe this is the calm before the storm. To make myself clear, when Donald Trump was surrounded by the generals back in 2017, he announced the calm before the storm. The fake media and the mass of humanity was bemused. One of the reporters asked, what do you mean, Mr. President? 45 replied, you'll see. In a in the very real sense of the word or the phrase, I believe we're at that you will see moment. That is where we are now. The storm, I believe, is about to break. And the elections would be the breaking of the storm itself. Right. My position has been that a world economic crisis, a threat of World War Three, and the return of Trump as POTUS would all happen in the same time period, not the same day as you highlighted, Lou, but in the time period that we're going into. Now, I'll put forward my prognosis, dealing firstly with the world economy, then the, pre- then the prelude to the threat of World War Three, encompassing Ukraine, Taiwan, and finally with the midterms. The storm will be upon us, the return of Trump. Firstly, I'd like to touch on the world economic crisis. It's... A, I took a decisive turn myself about a year ago, as many of us know, that I concentrated heavily on finance because without an understanding of what's taking place in the financial world, particularly in the WCC countries, you would not have faith or understand the developments that are about to transpire. I'll go into it in a bit of detail. What are the headlines that the fit media are not highlighting. Well, listen to what's happened in the last week or so. On November the 1st, the president of Egypt's central bank announced that Egypt would decouple him from the dollar. On November the 2nd, the chairman of the Cuban central bank announced, firstly, it would no longer be converting its currency to the US dollar, Secondly, the Cuban peso will become its, own legal te- its only legal tender. And thirdly, it will no longer accept the U.S. dollar into the country. In other words, Cuba, a very, very poor but beautiful country, will introducing 
capital controls. These actions, let's make no mistake about it, are an absolutely enormous blow to the prestige of the US and to the dollar. Its collapse now is fast pace. There are over 40 countries de-dollarizing on the globe now. There are many more that are not declaring. And I'll give a, an indication of what these some of these countries. There's Russia, China, India, Germany, South Africa, Argentina, Turkey, Angola, Venezuela, Indonesia, Malaysia, Saudi Arabia, Switzerland, Sweden, Iran, Pakistan, Sri Lanka. That's just to name a few. Now, you could ask the question, yeah, but is that serious? Well, many of the countries, particularly Cuba and Egypt, are very, very poor countries. And for them to break away from the dollar and create capital controls is a big, huge, enormous step. And we are now seeing countries adopting new ways to bypass the U US dollar in this period where the fiat currencies are dying, their rule has come to an end, and BRICS have yet to launch the new world reserve currency. I'll come to that later. What these four countries, Iran, Pakistan, Venezuela, and Sri Lanka are doing is that they're using barter to exchange goods and commodities, and they've reached trade agreements, and it's working. By the way, I should say that that could, be, that could well be a template for a number of countries in the WCC. As, as the WCC currencies implode, we will have to wait for a world reserve currency in the East to become agreed upon, and I think in that period, you could well see a, a, a number of these WCC countries adopt exactly what Iran, Pakistan, Venezuela, and Sri Lanka are doing. Now, I, I will reiterate what I said last week. The US previously would have intervened to stop any of these developments and the dollarization. The enormous weakness of the US now, as distinct from 10, 15 years ago, is they cannot even consider it. They cannot even consider it, and their mainstream media has been told not to highlight it. Now, at what stage is the BRICS Plus currency for trade based on gold, commodities, and currencies at? Well, we learned in the last 10 days that they now have a working alternative to SWIFT. That's the bank messaging system, and that's really important. All the banks in the WCC countries are linked up through a, a, a messaging system that's computerized and works in real time. It allocates money from a bank to a bank. And now we find out from Putin and Xi that they also now have that facility. The gold-backed digital Remnimbi has existed and thrived over the last three years. And for me, this will be the vehicle. Once they announce, once they announce that you're going to have the go-back Remnimbi with commodities and currencies also behind it, you can say goodbye to the dollar. Now, I mentioned gold because, well, I'll come to it a bit later. I'll, I'll, I'll come into it a bit later. So that's the first bullet in the chamber. That, uh, that, the, that the East has? Will they use it? I'm not sure that they're going to use that to bring down the dollar. I, now, before I go into what will bring down the dollar, if people think that there is not the collapse taking place now, I'd like to highlight a few things that have developed in the last week or so. A clear sign that the world economy is collapsing is now the beginning of the fall of the dot-com companies. Facebook meta is collapsing. Look at the figures they've just given out. In the last 12 months, 
their income is down 52%. Their profit is down 49%. And they freely admit that people are leaving in their tens of millions. Now, Elon Musk, and by the way, if anybody thinks that Elon Musk is a black hat, they should review their position on the evidence that he's putting out now on his role. Elon no, Musk. about the transhumanism stuff, though? He wants to actually... Yeah, if I can come to that later, Lou. That, okay. Even, I'll come to that later, but it's not, even that is not being reported as he stated. Elon Musk, Elon Musk has sacked 50% of the workforce of Twitter. Zuckerberg is to make an announcement of layoffs, Remeta and Facebook. Now, they employ 87,000 people. Now, the rumors are flying on the pages of the financial rags, and they've been put forward that a 50% cut in the workforce will be announced by Zuckerberg on Wednesday. I think it's on Wednesday he's making the statement. Now, Zuckerberg has gone all in on Meta. His personal wealth went from $148 billion down to $31 billion. And now he's put it all in Meta. I believe Meta will crash. I believe Zuckerberg, when he appears before the tribunals, will be absolutely penniless. Snapchat, back in August, it laid off 20% of its workforce. And it's reviewing again whether it should lay off further. And there are many other companies, small companies, in high tech, in the dot-com bubble, who are adopting the same stance and outlook. Now, there's a big difference between the dot-com bubble of 2008 and now. The debt to GDP wasn't as high in 2008 as it is now. And today, all the bubbles are in place. Remember now, the reason we have inflation is not down to Putin. That's a load of rubbish. And they know it's rubbish. Inflation is really about COVID, the shutdown of the economies of the WCC countries. Remember, the figures of the dollar, during that 18 to 22 months, 40% of all the total dollars in history were printed. And no goods were produced. That is inflation. Now, if that's bad, if the dot-com bubble is bad, it's the debt bubble that could go at any moment now. It can flip. The collapse is taking place. You, there's no denying that. You know, the central banks, they're trying to cozy it up. But I think that Sunak made a correct statement when he said the next budget, if it comes about, is eye-watering. In other words, it's going to make you cry. It's going to be pain unlimited. And that's the reality of the situation. But the debt bubble is, is, is kept up by the bonds and by the 10-year yield in particular. Now, we had an enormous inflation of the power of the bond when an interest rates were zero. Now they're up in America at 4%, and now we're going to get a contraction, and that's what's causing the problem, a contraction in the bond market. But many of these bonds are based on derivatives, which... I have no basis in the real economy. A bankrupt, have gone. In other words, once the bond starts to fall, the whole of the system will come down. So that being said, I'll come back. Kissinger, I've made this point before. Kissinger remarked, who controls the food supply controls the world. Check the East. Who controls the energy can control whole continents. Check the East. Who controls money can co control the world. Check the East. So out of those three, I think energy control, I believe, will be used. 
and is being used to bring down the US dollar. More details of that Chinese-Saudi trade cooperation agreement I mentioned last week are beginning to come out. I'd like to deal with a few of them. MBS, we now learn, said in that meeting to Chi, the US is now just like any other partner, customer. It has. He stated, this is, in the, this is actually in the verbatim, in the meetings, quote, Russia is our key partner in energy. Key partner, his words. He then further dipped by saying that China was its key partner economically. That's energy, <laughs> control of energy, fulfilling Kissinger's requirements. Now it gets better for the East and worse for the West. MBS signed with Chi a multi-pronged memorandum of understanding. Well, he signed it in August, but they put the meat on it last week. So what have they agreed on? Saudi Arabian oil company, that's Aramco, and Sinopec, its Chinese equivalent, are to all intents and purposes coming together with a massive investment drive. By the way, Chi at that meeting to show good faith and goodwill said to MBS, you put up 5% of Saudi Aramco, you had no bias for the price that you wanted, we will give you the money for the 5%. And MBS saw that as an enormous extension of goodwill. He declined, uh, but he did agree then to go ahead with these mega projects. Now, what will that, that agreement of Saudi Arabia, Aramco and Sinopec mean? Well, she put it in delight. He raised the point that they were struggling to reach 9 million barrels a day. So she and MBS said, once the investments are in place, and this will be done quickly, by the way, they don't hang around. The production will go up to 13 million barrels a day. That is quite astonishing. But the most stalling of all with the remarks of Vice Minister of the Economy and Planning for the Kingdom, Mohammed al Tuajri. Hope I'm doing him justice there. And this is what he said to the Chinese delegation. Quote, we would be very willing con to consider funding in Remnimbi and other Chinese products. That, I believe, is a precursor for MB MBS to announce he will accept other currencies for crude oil. Saudi Arabia is de-dollarizing at pace. It is the next logical step. The petrodollar, if he does this, will fall. The petro yuan, backed by gold, will take its place. The collapse of the US dollar would literally come about overnight. I think that's the next stage. You know, people ask me, well, how are they going to break it down? Carl, you mention this all the time. I believe out of all the options that they have, and I'll touch on one or two, they have many options. This is the most likely because they've built up and they've prepared for it. Ask yourself a question. Why? We've had the most gold ever purchased in one quarter, the last quarter, in 60 years. It's not uh, most probably in 60 years. Are this by the central banks. What central banks? The very countries I've just mentioned. The Turkeys, the Stans. Not the WCC countries. No, 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 no. Right. The smaller countries, the BRICS countries, the Asian countries, the Middle East countries. Why? They have to. They understand that the bullet is in the chamber. They understand it's going to be fired. And they know once it's fired, they can have no contagion from the dollar, and they must have gold, or they must have commodities. And once that takes place, you will see a massive, and I mean massive, realignment of the world, in which BRICS Plus, ASEAN, Shanghai Corporation, they will become the key players on the globe. Forget about the IMF. Forget about the World Bank. 
Forget about the Western Central Banks. They're falling now. Look at the IMF. Its position is absolutely ludicrous. It's, it's a joke. It restated that if it's going to assist, get this, Germany, any country in Europe or Britain, it demands they abide by its rules in regard to interest rates and inflation. What are the rules then? Well, the rules is this, that as far as the IMF are concerned, if you want money off them, you will have to be your inflation, you'll have to have your interest rates one percentage point above inflation. So in Britain, that would mean interest rates of 11%. In the United States, 10%. Good night, Vienna. Good night, Vienna. Yeah. I don't think these countries can take another hike. It's all over. So you can see, their fiat Ponzi scheme has gone. It's crumbling into dust. Now, I'll deal with the threat of World War III. The Washington Post, November the 5th, I think, the US were pressurizing for negotiations with Ukraine. You know, having a chat with Zelensky. We heard a week before that the resident had had a very frosty phone call, lost his temper with him. Uh, and to be honest, when we found out why, you know, when his State Department said, well, 90% of all the guns and the HIMARS we send to them, they sell them on the black market. So you could see why the resident was uh, a bit pissed with them. But now the pressure is on for negotiations. But Putin, his latest statement, it could sound beguiling because he says, I'm not, a, I'm not averse to negotiations. But I'll reiterate that if we have the negotiations, the United States has to sit alongside the Zelensky in Ukraine as they're the aggressor and they're seeking negotiations. <laughs> that puts the resident in an absolutely impossible position. But why would Putin do that? Why would he reiterate that demand? Let's examine what's taking place in the Ukraine. In the Ukraine, the key, part, the, the key parts of the infrastructure, and by that I mean rail, roads, and bridges, they've been absolutely destroyed. So much so that the West only gets its weaponry in now, it only gets it uh, on road in uh, Range Rovers, in vehicles which wouldn't be considered uh, that they're carrying the arms. Bad news. It's a matter of time before Putin blows those roads up too and literally isolates Ukraine. Now, 60% of their electrical energy supply has been dismantled. Now, when I say that, I'd like to reiterate it again. It's not that they've destroyed the turbines, the key components of power stations. No, they've gone and damaged the substations. They can easily be replaced. Now, they can't do it now because they can't get the goods and the materials, but they will be able to do it. The Zaporozhye power station, which accounts for 25% of Ukraine's elect electricity, has been cut off and redirected to Russia. Now, we're talking about 80% of electricity. They're already blackouts over long hours in the day. Now, on the other hand, the U.S. military supplies are diminishing at a time when Taiwan is coming up on deck. Now, at the Trump rally, at the Trump rally, he mentioned, he said, Taiwan and China, it's coming, it's coming. And he's right. So I'd, you pose the question, is Putin prolonging the war to force the cabal to fight on two fronts? It would be devastating if that is what he's, what he's doing. Now, Putin in the Ukraine has taken over their workshop because they steal was down the bottom. Then their coal industries and their other light industries were all based in the four regions 
that voted to be a part of Russia. What's the effect of this? The effect of this is that EU citizens are beginning to revolt. They're revolting against the subsidies to Ukraine when they're soon to be freezing and starving to death. Now, I mentioned the Netherlands last week. Now, they didn't consult the EU commissioners. They didn't consult, uh, consult the US. They just said, no, we're not abiding by sanctions against Putin. And it's done them well. Now, look at the pressure that's on Schultz. His economy is stopping in real time. It's finished. The, the industrial engine is spluttering to a stop. Now he's feeling the pressure of the multi-million German masses, so much so that she, that Schultz, made an emergency visit after a phone call to she to see if he could meet him. And she said, yeah, come along. Now he said he had a very productive meeting, but he wasn't going to say what it was. Now I think the productive uh, meeting was the assurance that they'll get oil and gas to Germany. Well, Xi isn't lying, but the Taiwan conflict is going to develop in the next one or two weeks. Now, if that Taiwan uh, conflict kicks off, which I believe it will, the first thing that the resident will do will be to invoke sanctions. If they invoke sanctions, that neuters the EU. It can't get goods and commodities from China. It can't get energy from Russia. It's paying four times the price for liquefied natural gas off, off the USA. If this takes place, and I believe it will, that's the end of the EU. Not only will you see it split asunder, but you will see it break away from the US. Rightly so, it will conclude that it's being shafted. Now, we are seeing in real time the collapse of the EU. And it's very interesting. Maloney, who was welcomed as the person who was going to turn it all around, now is in difficulties. 30s and 40,000 Italians are telling her, forget about the Ukraine. Forget supporting the Ukraine. Support us. Support us. Now she's come out about immigration. But the crowds are saying, good. But we need heat. And we need food. And don't go supporting Ukraine. Stop. Maloney, as I mentioned before, these individuals and political parties will follow the bidding of the cabal until such a time as they break decisively. And Maloney is riding the tiger. The same as Schultz. The masses are becoming enraged. They will either act in the interests of their citizens or effectively the tiger will eat them. They will go. And it is... It is imagine... Ask you a question. Imagine if you were she. And you're sitting there around the table with your, with your military strategists. And go on a few days. We're on Thursday or Friday. We see in the aftermath of the midterms. It hasn't been concluded. There's riots. It's in total disarray. Imagine he sees that the US also hasn't been able to extricate itself from the UK, from the Ukraine conflict. That Putin is prolonging the war with the Ukraine. He is committing the US to fight on two fronts. What conclusion would you come to? Uh, America. The, the, no, the conclusion we come to is now is the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, now is the time to invade Taiwan. Yes. And that's going to be a flashpoint. Mark my words. Now, whether it comes next week or the week after, I'm not sure. But that it will come is a cert. And Donald Trump is enforcing the point now. Whereas a few weeks back, he was saying, yeah, you've got Taiwan, you know, you can't discount it. Now he's set, his, last, his last poll one rally, it's coming. Well, he did a rally last night, which I haven't seen any rallies, obviously, since 
I, I have, I've never missed a rally, so these are the first rallies I've missed. These last two, two or three that he's done. Well, you won't uh, be able to but get- I just want to know, Roy, just over quickly, and I, 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 I'm sorry to ask now, but are the CCP going to be ended? Because by, you know, everyday person, if we didn't know that there'd been deals done and Xi might be a white hat, a white hat. Can I deal, can I deal with that in the end? Yeah, at the end, because it fits in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Right. Carry on. So now I think that's going to happen. As to when, well, I've just mentioned, yeah. within this time period. Now let's get on to the US midterms. Yes, let's. Now the Q drops are a compendium. You highlighted that you can get the right info on the wrong date. You can get the right date, but it doesn't tie in with the info. But there are two Q drops, which I was looking at last week. November the 2nd, and it's Q drop 38 and 48. And the last lines reiterate the calm before the storm. Now, thereafter, thereafter, no, they're just before Twitter 55. Now, the red wave is unstoppable, as it was in 2020. Let's be clear about this. Trump, I believe, had 100 million plus. I really believe that. It's bigger now. It's bigger now. I would say it's absolutely inconceivable that he won't sweep the country. What's the position of the Democrats? The position of the Democrats is, oh, the fix is in. You know, uh, you know, the resident has said three days. Now you've got the various commentators saying it's going to take three days. And Bannon had a good reply. You know, he said, we have all these computers, all these machines designed to give a quick outcome. And when we didn't have them, we counted everything for eight o'clock in the night. And now we have them. We've been told three days, a week, two weeks. It's a fix. And it's been, it's been baked in. Now, I believe the explosions are going to be in the safe democratic seats and gubernatorials. Not all of them, by the way. But I think, that if you like, the flashpoint states are going to be democratic states. In effect, let's, I'm not going to name any democratic states, but at the end of the first day, it'll be much like 2020. We'll have that little thing on the left-hand corner of the screen, which will say, oh, you know, like Trump was 7% ahead. Then on the second day, he was 5% ahead. Then on the third day, he was 3% ahead. Then on the fourth day, oh, they've won it by half a percent. That, those are the figures you're going to have in the top left-hand corner. But with a difference, in these gubernatorials, in the democratic states, Trump didn't sweep away he did, but they hid it. He didn't sweep away the likes of California and New York. But this time, this time, I believe it's going to show not 5%, but maybe 10 or 15%. Now, that is ground they can't make up. So I expect then to see the likes of Antifa, Black Lives Matter, MS-13, on the street in these cities, but they're going to have specific targets this time round. One million percent. They, they, I think they're going to ex- try and smash the election machi- machinery, burn the votes, and cause mayhem. It'll be, by the way, in stark contrast to the Republican states. You're not going to see any of that. Now, everybody, every man, woman, and child in America is going to see this fix in real time. The overwhelming majority are already red-pilled in regard to the fixes. This time, even those who are hardline Democrats will say, forget it. Forget it. We're cheaters. Everyone will see the fix is in. I think these riots might well develop over a few days. And it's interesting that on, in the Q drops, on November 11th, Q drop 3581, the last three lines are very telling. 
the, the, the third from bottom is just five by five. The second from bottom is be ready. And the last line is patriots. In a sense, even the time of it, November 11th, is very telling. Because I'll tell you for why. There is a superstorm developing and building just off the coast of Florida. Storm Nicola. I believe Storm Nicola is going to go down. Well, it will go down in history, but for a different reason. This storm will be ravaging parts of Florida and it'll go up that east, that, uh, sorry, west coast. It's perfect for someone on Twitter to say, my fellow Americans, the storm is upon us. Look for that during the days that Nicola is ravaging the West Coast of the, uh, of the United States. Now, we're going to get false flags. Be ready for false flags. I believe the storm itself is a false flag. To think that they can't use harp to create these, well, you really must be living in an illusory world. But I think there will be a big false flag. What could be a bigger false flag than Taiwan? At, if it happened on those three or four days, at that juncture, you could say goodbye to Millie and the television generals. And the only way is the military. But this military will be the White Hats. You know, Trump announced last night that he's making a statement on the 15th at Mar-a-Lago. Now, I looked through that through the various telegram channels, and they all said, oh, he's going to announce he's the president, go for the presidency on the 24th. That's absolute bullshit. <laughs> absolute bullshit. It shows these people don't take any real note of what's taking place because Trump declared a week back that if he decides to stand, he'll fund his election campaign himself. Therefore, he's not duty-bound. To say when he's, why would he do that? Because he doesn't have to say when he's going to stand. Do you really think, after the aftermath of another stone election, with cities burning, with the Democrats being exposed, Donald Trump is going to say, well, I'm going to stand in 2024? I, I don't think so. I think what's more than likely is it'll be explained what's taking place what his feelings and views are, yeah. and around this time, whatever, Taiwan or this, the military will intervene. Martial law will come into place. I don't know exactly the sequence of events or their order. Taiwan might be delayed, as I said, but I believe one thing. By the 15th or thereabouts, Donald John Trump will be the president of the United States once again. And it'll now, be this year, won't it? It's going to be 2022. He's going to be in. Well, that's what I just said, Luke. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's, I just want to reiterate that for people, that it will be this year. I know people keep like, oh, it's not happened then. You keep, you know, all this well, I don't think I don't think they'll do that because we're making it this play. You know, yeah. I, think put, I think you'll be in power. And then we'll come Taiwan. Now, who can sort the issue with Taiwan out? I believe that Trump is tailor-made for it. Yeah. To go to meet Putin, to go to meet Xi, the three amigos on the world stage sorting the issues out. Remember what Q said? Would you be surprised if, if Xi and Putin were working with POTUS? No. I think they've been working all along. Now, on your, the question, you asked me, will the WCC change? Well, I've mentioned many times. No, the CCP. I'm, I want to know oh, about Sorry, the, the CCP. The Chinese, I meant the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah. Well, it changed. Well, I've mentioned many times on the show that that state, that state, the way it's run, is abhorrent to us in the West. It does not have a semblance of what we would, of a democracy that we, we were used to, because we haven't got any more, that we were used to. Communism, wouldn't be what to go. Communism is the evil. And well, is it going to be eradicated once and for all? Well, if you, if you say that, Lou, then you're going to take away China and allow the WCC to win forever. 
Yeah. Okay. You, you can't say that. What you can say is that there's not communism in China now. Communism was done away with 20, 30 years ago. It is a state capitalist economy where the state allows private enterprise, no problem at all, and takes a big skim off for itself. Well, that will change. Now, Xi has been a prisoner of the deep state. Not a prisoner, but he couldn't. His hands have been tied. When they led Hu Jintao off the stage at the uh, Congress they had, that was the signal. And I think the threat and the development and the build-up to a world war would expose all the miscreants, all the deep state in all the various countries of the world. And in that sense, it's a bit like you've got them now. You can take them down. And in that environment, it's not possible to hold back free people. It's not possible to subjugate one and a quarter million people when you've exposed the deep state. I think the changes, that's why I mentioned the key to it all is Donald John Trump. The key to it all has always been America. Why? Because the plan was conceived in America, not 10 years ago, not 20 years ago, but maybe 60, 70 years ago, this plan was put in operation. But what does the plan rest on? Many, many things. But it rests most of all on the freest constitution in the world. I'm not saying it's ideal. It will have to be changed. I think the American people will change key points. Nevertheless, it's for the people. It's by the people. That constitution is going to be a template for all the countries of the world. It's going to unite humanity together. So I think that there are big things happening. Now, because of... I think this takes place because of... Um, what I put down? Oh, yeah. I'd like to end uh, on, the, on the issue of uh, a Q quote to, to give an idea how these events, what I'm talking about, are yeah. going to take place. You know, well, you know, somebody said, oh, yeah, Roy. Yeah, yeah. They're just going to come in. The deep state are going to allow it. Where are they going to go, Roy? What are they going to do? Well, I'm going to drop 32, November the 1st. But Q takes this up, and I'll read the quote. Maybe one day, but he's talking about the, uh, the military now coming in, but it cannot go slow. The initial wave will be fast and meaningful. It will send a signal to others immediately, and you will see the tide turn. Not even the mainstream media can hide. And rest assured, some of these will be jailed as deep state cover agents. You can't do it in ones and twos then. Pelosi, you know, nobody's seen her since her exit from that garage. I'm not going to go into that in detail, but you well, can't do it. Through... Just a touch as anyone's uh, seen. Well, if I, can get, if I can just finish this, Louis, you can come in then. You know, you know, Pelosi, I'll leave. Ones and twos, I'll leave. This has got to be in one fell swoop. This has got to be so big that it can't be ignored. Ignored. It's got to shock the nation and it's got to shock the world. This has got to be a blitzkrieg. Why a blitzkrieg? Because they can't recover from it. That's where we're at. That's what we're facing. These are, if you like, 10 days coming that will shake the world. And it's a privilege to be a part of what's taking place. Right, Lou, I'll hand it over to you. There's so many questions. So many questions, Roy. Firstly, let's talk Pelosi. So you only okay. I didn't see that clip because I've, I've been concentrating on the fundraiser. So I've, I've missed Trump's speech. I missed it. You sent it to me. I slowed it down to 4.5. Clip. Uh, and I will attach that video clip to, you know, to this post so people could see for themselves. Um, but we've analysed it. We've studied it. Kat, I even showed Catherine yesterday when she was here. And she's like, yeah, you know, when you're walking normally, you're out, her arms usually like literally kind of swinging. Her arms are completely straight, looking like, to me, to us, 
that looked like she was being arrested and put into a back of a car. That's what it looked like to me. And we haven't seen her since. Well, What's going to go happen? Apparently the mainstream or the police, or the FBI are cha keep changing the story on on the husband's carry-on and, and that so-called attack in the house with the hammer. Um, what's going on there, Roy? Well, we've not seen uh, hide no hair of Nancy. You know, she's the chairman of the DNC, the leader of the House. And this is the biggest midterm ever in the, in the history. And she's crickets. You know, I, I, I knocked up Google, Nancy's whereabouts, nothing comes up. Just goes back ten days ago, so I believe that probably it was. It might have been an arrest, because uh, when it says uh, eleven three, your proof begin. In the drop, it it names Pelosi, not Podesta. Now I mistook it. It does it does mention Podesta. There's no denying that. But in this particular drop, it mentions Pelosi and McCain. Proof to begin. 11-3. What day did they do it? 11-3. See, these individual arrests aren't going to be the way forward, though. Mm. You know, in, individual arrests are like trying to, uh, you got the tiger in the corner, and try, it's like trying to pull his teeth out one at a time. Well, he'll get irate and gobble you up, and that's what the deep state will do. That's why I've said, and that's why Q says it's got to be fast and meaningful. And it's going to be, look, Q has told us, that it's going to be, first of all, in Washington and mainly amongst the uh, politicals and the families and the friends of the families. Yeah. But it's, he warns that it's, it's going to ignite across particularly democratic states. Now, he doesn't say so the midterms, but his last but one post now mentions the midterms, mentions the fact that the the Democrat, he put the Democrats, the last line, in a kill box. The Democrats are finished. They're, they're caught. When is an animal most dangerous? When it's cornered. Then he puts some midterms. It's cornered by the midterms. What can they do? What they can't do is they can't let the Republicans win. Mind you, that's what they think. They can let the Republican win, but they can't. It must be more than the rhinos because they always count the rhinos as their vote, which is correct. But they don't want to take this chance anyway. That's why they put in the fix in now. Mm. It's not a very complicated situation. And I don't think the sparks are going to fly tomorrow. But come 8 o'clock on Monday night when it finishes, get ready. Especially, you know, imagine you looked at the gubernatorials and Newsom's down 12% to the Republican. I don't sorry, think well, you just said when they do it Monday night. It's sorry, yeah, uh, sorry tonight. tonight. It's tonight. It's tonight. Right, I'm I got my days mixed up. If they, you know, tonight you see it, and uh, Newsom's down. Some of the big people are down, down so much that the fix won't work. Well, get ready, get ready. I believe it. It'll open up. The cities will ignite under the influence of uh, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, MS13, and all the other. You know, uh, criminal operators. So it's it's not something that uh, it's not something that is it, it's it's not an exact science to be able to predict the date, time, day. I couldn't tell you if Donald Trump what day he's going to come back on. I couldn't tell you the date and time of Taiwan. I couldn't tell you when the, when if and when uh, Bin Salman of Saudi Arabia announced. They're not going to deal with the dollar, petrodollar anymore. But I believe all these events are in the mix for right now. Yeah. Because, I'll, I'll, look, I'll touch on this. I've outlined the financial crisis. And it's not, you know, when I did it last year, I began to say it. Very few people agreed. You know, uh, Bloomberg, you know, they're saying, ah, 2% is nothing. It's transitory inflation. We don't have to increase interest rates. I remember saying on the show, I thought interest rates would go up enormously. I thought prices would spike. I thought the crisis would come up. If you listen to them, not that I have, but I think they, they really do follow a correct, a correct development process and development of events. It would, what I'm trying to say is, if the, if the Republicans won the House and Congress, it wouldn't matter 
because they're faced by a dollar that's devaluing, that's falling through the floor, and the East is getting ready to pull away. It's not it's saying goodbye. The whirlpool's there, and the WCC ships are going down, and the East are anchored, watching it take place. And nothing can stop that. So the financial implosion of the WCC economies is literally is a nod to that everything takes place now, I believe. Yeah, yeah, you know, pe- yeah. People are saying, can it go on for a year, two years? No. I don't believe the world economy, WCC, can go on for a year, two years. I tell you what, it's a nightmare scenario this winter. Because if you think the price rises are big now, then God forbid what's coming in December. If he has the budget on the 17th, it will be eye-watering. It'll be nothing like we've heard before. And I'll say a word on that, by the way. Don't worry about Starmer. He's got no answers at all. He'll be like a nodding dog. I'll tell you what. If it comes about and Hunt lays it out properly, they know that they can't attack him on anything else because he'll, be, he'll say what he said before. Deal with the substance. Do you disagree with me? Sunak is a much better orator at the box. And he'll nail Starmer. And Starmer won't have anything to say. I wouldn't mind betting that for the good of the country, Starmer say we're going to support your budget. That wouldn't surprise me at all. But it's the end for these people. As the German masses are forcing Schultz's hand, as Maloney is feeling the pressure of the Italians, so it will be the case in Britain. These people, they're in the dustbin of history, Lou. They're finished. I know they're walking about now. Somebody said to me, they look okay to me. <laughs> they can look what they like. They're finished. They have no answers to the financial implosion. They're guilty on all counts. COVID, the deaths from, uh, not COVID, you know, the, uh, keeping people locked up, the two-meter ruling, the masks, the, inject- the, the vaccines. It's beginning to fall apart at the seams. Now you're seeing, and it's not just in Britain, all over the world, it's, it's developing. Their crimes are catching up with them. They can't escape it now. And you're going to see the criminals in action today, tomorrow, and for the next week. And what will be interesting, Biden will be defending it. Let's see what the mainstream media says in Britain. Let's see how he approaches it in Britain. Because Biden, at the one point you'll defend it, but on the other hand then, I think the exposure is going to be in democratic states, in cities. What's he going to do then? Will Biden be forced to call the troops in? There is a possibility that might well happen. But once in, that's the end of Biden. Fraud will be vitiated. There's absolutely no doubt about it. Cybersecurity in 15 states. 2,000 cyber, cyber experts working in the National Guard. Had a look at it. They've got it all anyway. This is... If you like, the consummation of the Great Awakening. Now it's going to go global. Yeah. Ajit, we just got to watch what's taking place now. Yeah, well, we've had a new, we had a, a, a Q drop on the 6th. Oh, sorry. Uh, we had a Q drop on the 6th, um, which is the 6th of November. So it was 4.18.56. It was Four, well, 20 past four in this country, and I was not sure if the clocks had changed then. No, they hadn't. So it would have been 11. No, what, would, what time would it have been, Roy? If it's, well, yeah, it would have been about 11, 11.20 in the morning, American time. So the drop is, uh, what groups are financing Ukraine? Why are they financing Ukraine? Why was Hunter in Ukraine? Why did PUP... Uh, Biden, Joe Biden, threatened to withhold from Ukraine a billion dollars. Who benefits? Why did Pop receive? What did Pop receive in return? Why is Hunter not in jail? Think. Blackmail, bribes, extortion, threats. How do you control a leader? How do you control a country? Are you ready to take back control? Your vote matters. You have all the tools you need. So that everyone is fully aware of what went on in Ukraine. Marco Polo is producing more and more evidence uh, about 
the corruption and how Biden was involved in all the dodgy dealings of Ukraine. The money that, that has been sent over to Ukraine, I mean, it's just absolutely criminal from he, this country as well. Um, the, the, the illegal immigrants coming into this country as well as America. Uh, why has not the military already got involved? In normal times, if all this was going on, surely they would have been called in sooner, especially when you can see this. It's there. Well, listen, listen, Lou, you have the midterms coming up yeah. in which you know your enemy is cornered. Yeah. And he has to put the fix in. Use criminal methods now in front of the world to try and sustain himself in power. Would you really go and start picking up individuals in the deep state? Or would you let the world see what's going to transpire in the mm. next three, six, seven days. Yeah. This is the most marvelous red pill in operation globally. Do you not think that once this issues, people will say, I bet they're doing that in our country. Yeah. Is that how, uh, is that how uh, Farage didn't, never got a seat? Is that how they never got parliamentary seats? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. It puts, it puts the spotlight yeah. everywhere. It, look, we're forcing them to come out of the dark. We're forcing these creatures of the night to come into the light. We've got them now. These are the last moves in the chess match. We should be full of heart. I'll say this now. I've, read, uh, yeah, I've been reading what truthers have been saying. Many of them are saying you know, they're, uh, that they're, they're sticking on safe ground. 20, it'll be Trump who's going to uh, announce his uh, 2024 election. Well, you know, I respect it. I don't agree with it, but I respect it. But there are an awful lot of truthers that are saying jack shit. That are saying jack shit about this period. I tell you what, history will not look at them kindly when at the cusp of battle, they weren't putting forward what they believed was going to happen. Because that is the role of digital soldiers. I might be entirely wrong. I've been entirely wrong before, and I'll be entirely wrong again. But I would rather be wrong than not say and speak what I believe. Yeah. And, it's and like when we're wrong, Roy, it's, it's immediate. You know, it, it gets addressed. You know, the thing is, you have actually always been predominantly right. We just had the years wrong. You know, it was all for this moment. And you mentioned one is, you know, something you said about last year. And you were a year too early, Roy, with the, with the crushing of everything. Yeah, well, it, it, it took place like it did. I, listen, Lou, I think I'm right this year. I don't, you know, uh, if I'm wrong, I'll analyse the reasons why. I'll have a look at it again. Yeah. And then I'll redress it. But I'll freely apologise. And to the people who are saying it's, it's Trump 2024, if that, if that would have happened, I would apologize and say sorry. And I would acknowledge their understanding of the situation. But for the majority, they're saying nothing. I've only got contempt for them, to be honest, Lou. And what, I, got... I just want to touch on the whole devolution kind of thing, because it's, uh, you know, some people are saying, yeah, well, well devolution's happening. And, you know, what... I've said it before and I'll say it again. It ain't devolution. It's revolution. There's no reforming of the uh, FBI. There's no, you know, their executive orders, true. Their peers, true. Yeah, you can apply devolution and get some semblance of a methodology. But it's all going down the plug hole. Everything is starting anew. The American people. The British, the Germans, the Italians, we'll have to take time out. But we're going to work out what we want. We want to be able to issue our money and our credit, not in the hands of central banks. They'll fall, by the way, in the next period. We want to have sovereign nations where life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is at the core. But we've got to discuss that. There's no a priori plan. Devolution. Devolution deals with what is. Well, what is is not going to be what's going to be. Therefore, it falls. You know, I don't know. can't remember the guy who put it forward. Some of the points he makes are really, really good. They're sound. But the general thrust of it, I don't agree with. Again, if I'm wrong, 
I'll be the first to apologize to the guy. Lou, I've, uh, I've got to go. And at 12 o'clock is a, is, a, is a meeting point where I go and meet. Uh, I've got to meet a few people. Uh, okay. Okay, so, all right, Roy, thank you so much. I will close the show. I did want to touch on what we can expect for the midterms today. What, what are we going to see? But we will save that for another well, day. I've, I've already touched on that. Eight o'clock tonight. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I wanted to, to see more about sort of like the reporting, what we're going to see from the media, how they're going to spin it. But we can talk that and we can discuss after what goes on today anyway. So I'm going to have kind of have a look and see exactly what's going to go on and how it's going to be spun. And no doubt. Well, gonna- I, I'll probably come back on by maybe Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. Fabulous, Roy. Thank you so much, as always. Roy Boy 17 and um, share this far and wide. We're going to get this out immediately so hopefully everyone will be listening to this i i would like to say lou it, many of the facts i've put down i've said here they're in roy boy 17 they're there i've put them down okay so you just gotta look through and you'll get them yeah all the links and everything roy talks about will be over on his telegram channel roy boy 17 and if they're not tempt to give me a shout you know and I'll, i might have forgotten one or two of them put them up okay fabulous lou- I've got to go. I've got to go, but my head is aching now. Is events are taking place so fast that uh, you know I had to rewrite what I had to say this morning because they're being superseded. Yeah. Well, it's it's all eyes on uh, on the US today. I think we can safely say. What time do the booths the, does the voting open over there? I think it's early doors in the morning. I'm not sure. Is it seven a.m. or eight? Opening up around now. Then so it's about seven a.m. now. So. And I know they shut at eight, don't they? Yeah, I think so. I thought it was 10. Is it 10? I don't know. I don't know. I'll find out. I'll speak to be yeah, 10. It might be 10 o'clock. Okay, that's it. Roy, hopefully we'll speak to you on Wednesday. Yeah, well, look, anything that... We'll still if have it, power. <laughs> yeah. If it explodes, I'll come on straight away. Yeah, yeah. And we've got pretty bad storms happening here in the UK at the moment, haven't we, Roy? We so sure have. Excuse that we've got no power because of it. Let's wait and see. Thanks, Roy. Thank you, Lou. Yeah, God bless. Bless you too. Amazing, Roy, as always, full of knowledge. So let's just wait and see what happens. Um, Roy Boy, for Roy, I just want to talk about the fundraiser very quickly. We made over 5,000, I think nearly 5,300 pounds. So thank you to everybody who donated. Obviously, we were a little bit disappointed. We were hoping we were going to do a lot better. But as Kimberly said to us last night, it was firework night that weekend. People are starting to pick up. There are donations still coming in. Uh, The court date, I want to reiterate, listeners to this show, listeners to Roy, Public Child Protection Wales are up against the Welsh Government next uh, I think, it, well, 15th and 16th. So is that the Monday and the Tuesday or the Tuesday and the Wednesday? It's the 15th and the 16th at Cardiff High Court. It's about numbers. I do believe they are going to win it, especially with some news that they've had to come through already, which I'm not going to talk about because I'm not sure if they put that out yet. But we will be doing a show with Kimberly probably tomorrow to discuss the news um, and it's obviously ahead of the court case but if you can if you're in the UK and you can manage to get next Monday or whatever two days it is the 15th and the 16th off of work um, get yourself to Cardiff I'm going to go down for the two days booked it off of work this is so important they need to have that support the judge needs to know that there are people outside that disagree with this education it is wrong it is unnecessary if you don't know what I'm talking about, get back onto Liberty Tactics. Go through and listen to the interviews with Lawrence Fox, James Dellingpole, Brian Garish. The list is endless of the amazing guests we had on discussing this education, what it's doing to children, what it will be doing to children. And it's all part of the, the deep state's plan. You know, we've took, Roy and I have discussed in the past about the children, that they're coming to the children. They're the biggest commodity. They are wanting to teach sex education and talk about masturbation to three-year-olds. Three, 36-month-old babies, they are going to start discussing about masturbation. So that's all I'm going to say. Check out libertytactics.co.uk. Check out uh, publicchildprotectionwales.org. 
The fundraiser links are on my page. We're trying to raise the hundred grand that's needed. Otherwise, it's going to be the mothers who are left to pay the bill. And those mothers are fighting for your children, not just the children of Wales, because it sets a precedent. We can then get it turned around here in the UK and get it out of our schools. So got a bit of change, a fiver, a couple of quid even for the weekend if you went out and had a few beers. Just chuck it over to them. Every single penny helps. And it, no matter how small, they've just we've just got to raise this money for them. And then if you can get to Cardiff on the 15th and 16th, everyone will be so pleased to see you. So that's it for now. Be back on tomorrow. That's it. God bless. <laughs> <laughs>